That year, I entered a zone, locked in, and never left, establishing my ability to match up against Larry Bird, Irvin Magic Johnson, or any of the top players in the world. Representing the Eastern Conferences alongside Bird, Julius Irving, and Isaiah Thomas, and competing against the likes of Magic and George Gervin, I reached a new level of confidence. Whether I had one man guarding me, two, or three, I knew I could have my way offensively on the court. That role continued into the next year, becoming a new personal standard. In 1985, I was the league's leading scorer and could put the ball in the hoop almost at will. I was 28 years old. At the peak of my career, I felt unstoppable, and I was. Then one night in Kansas City, I jumped to block a layup after hustling down the court on a fast break, a situation I'd been in countless times. And a split second later, everything changed, not just for my career, but for every facet of my life. The opposing player's name was Reggie Theus. Only two of us were out on the break. No one was in front of him, and no one was parallel with me. He'd recovered possession of the ball on a turnover, and I was chasing him down hard toward our end of the court, trailing by more than I'd like as he drove toward the hoop. Going up to block his shot, I planted earlier and far more aggressively than usual and leaped into the air. The crack of my knee blowing out was heard throughout the arena, but I didn't hear it. I didn't hear the horrified gasps from the crowd or really even know what had happened to me, but I knew it was bad as bad as it could be. I screamed, oh my God, and landed in a heap, then curled in a semi-fetal position and couldn't get up. The pain was excruciating, more intense than any I'd ever felt. I repeatedly banged my fist on the floor, clutching my right knee with my left hand. Imagine being in midair, soaring above the rim and simultaneously knowing your career is over. It was like I'd been struck down by a stray rifle shot. Yet, it would prove to be the best thing that ever happened to me. Some might find that hard to believe, and it's understandable. I certainly didn't realize it while awaiting diagnostic surgery at Manhattan's Lenox Hill Hospital. All I knew was that my prospects looked grim. I would soon learn I had suffered a torn anterior cruciate ligament, torn knee cartilage, and a shattered bone in my right knee. The damage was so severe, I was unable to lift my leg off my bed without a therapist's assistance and I was bound to a wheelchair for months. But during my journey back, through all the obstacles I faced, 
had evolved as a player and person. Now, two years later, two long years, I sat at my locker in my New York Knicks uniform, my head lowered under a towel. Even as my intensity, passion, and concentration rose inside me, I was gearing up for the most important game of my life. At home, the night before, I sat out on my terrace in northern New Jersey, enjoying the gentle spring breeze and listening to the great jazz trumpeter and band leader, Dizzy Gillespie, on my stereo. I equated many aspects of my game, and in some ways, my life to jazz. Its improvisational strains always relax me, and since Diz and I were friends, I found that especially true of his music.